Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another episode of the Aisha Wonderful Show, where we give you the tips, the techniques, the tactics, <laughs> the strategies to help you write a best-selling book that makes a difference, but also makes money. And today I am so, so, so <laughs> super excited to be talking about or delving into a topic that is, you know, very controversial at times, and that is the bestseller title. What does it mean to be a bestselling author? Why does it matter? And also the guarantee that we give at Arite Media International. So, Let's hop straight into it. What does it mean to be a best-selling author? What does it mean to have a best-selling book? Well, it depends, okay? And it depends on the platform that is being used to track your sales. So bear with me for a couple of minutes as I get really technical <laughs> with this aspect of it because I want you all as authors to really understand the landscape that we operate in. So, but also remember that this information is subject to change. So we wanna have a baseline understanding, but also know that as this information changes and that as different platforms change their criteria, we are still familiar with the inputs <laughs> that go into these things so that we now know how to navigate no matter what types of changes come, up, come about. So let's talk about the popular platforms and we'll start with the, you know, the most widely known, most widely respected um, bestseller um, platform and that is the New York Times. So New York Times, they publish a list every week of their top best sellers. Now, this list has been said, and I'm using my words very carefully right now, but it has been said to be very controversial because there are certain parameters that are not included currently in this list. And certain authors, um, you know, if they are not with one of the big five traditional publishing houses, um, that, you know, they're really not included on this list. So you can have, and there are instances, you know, this is something that you would like to look into in a little bit more detail, you know, Google is your best friend. <laughs> but there are... Um, a lot of authors who may not be published with one of the big five traditional publishing houses that have, you know, just worldwide sensations in terms of their books, but have never charted on the New York Times bestseller list. So that's one thing to be aware of. The other thing is how is their list calculated? Well, they take a look at all of your sales. And once again, sales from um, specific retailers and then use that as a base to publish their rankings. Okay. So this is obviously, you know, the most prestigious title 
that you can obtain a New York Times bestseller, bestselling book, or you can be a bestselling author, meaning that you are the author of that book. And people do not hesitate. Authors will let you know that, hey, I'm a New York Times bestselling author, or I am a number one New York Times bestselling author. They will list it on the book itself that has achieved that status. And even if subsequent books or even previous books that they have published have not, the books themselves have not been a best-selling book, they will still identify themselves as a New York Times best-selling author. So this is very, very um, obvious and it's very clear, it's highlighted, and that is usually a line right ahead of the author's name on a book cover. It's usually right on top of the name. Sometimes persons put it right below their name, but they will say, number one New York Times bestselling author, T.D. Jakes. <laughs> and then you would have the rest of the cover for their current book. So New York Times is the most prestigious. Then we have other lists. Most recently, up until November of 2023, um, another very prestigious list was the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. Um, and that really, you know, in terms of prestige, maybe not quite as exclusive as the New York Times bestseller list, but the Wall Street Journal and also correspondingly the USA Today bestselling list. Now, what all three of these lists have in common is that they look at sales of a particular author of a particular book, well, a particular book title that is, and they look at sales over the space of one week. So how many sales, how many units were generated in one week? Now, this is not a science. There is not a, a magic formula that goes into these things. But generally speaking, to make it onto the New York Times bestseller list, you would really have to be an author that is moving at least in the vicinity of about 10,000 sales for that particular week. And for the Wall Street Journal and for USA Today, roughly about 6,000 sales per week. Now, once again, <laughs> I am putting this very, very clear disclaimer that number one, it is not a science. It is, you know, something that fluctuates. And also this changes over time. So I am just giving you background information and, you know, the principles of it and how does it work, but it's not a hard and fast rule, but you can be guaranteed that you're not going to be hitting a Wall Street Journal or the Wall Street Journal list doesn't even exist anymore. They stopped publishing it in November of 2023. But the USA Today still exists, but you can guarantee that if you're only selling a thousand books that you're not going to hit on that list. Now, a couple of things should jump out. This, these are lists that look at sales over a specific period of time. So what goes into the planning and the preparation for authors who are really, really aiming to hit on these lists is that they will prepare 
a very, very carefully crafted marketing strategy and a launch strategy so that they can have a big burst of sales, a concentrated amount of sales during the period that the sales are going to be tracked. So you could have 6,000 sales of your book over six months, but that will not be enough to get you onto one of these lists. But if you had those 6,000 sales in one week, then it would give you a very, very good chance of being able to get on that list for that particular week. So remember, the timing and the concentration is what really, really matters. Then the next category is the Amazon, the Amazon bestseller. Now, Amazon has their own publishing platform and Amazon itself is a platform for sellers and buyers. Amazon is an online marketplace, okay? So Amazon actually has bestsellers of every single product <laughs> that they have available for sale. One of which is books, eBooks, um, hardcover books, audio books. They are all different categories of products that are available for sale on Amazon. So Amazon also has its own criteria for how it calculates the bestseller rankings. Now, Amazon currently, as of the date of this um, recording, which is February 2023, they say you know they 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 publish this information very clearly on their on their website and on the pages of their bestseller um, rankings based on sales updated frequently now what does frequently mean in my experience with amazon frequently means that they update their bestseller rankings every hour to 2 hours so this is a huge difference from a New York Times bestseller list, from the USA Today bestseller list, and previously the Wall Street Journal. Whereas they look at sales over the space of a week, Amazon is looking at how are sales every hour to two hours. So this gives other authors who may not have the reach of, you know, even thinking to sell 6,000 copies in a week, but who can still have a concentrated amount of sales within a particular window, but a shorter time frame than the week. So you may be looking at several hours over the course of a day, or maybe just two days, like a very concentrated time frame over 48 hours. And that is how it gives authors the opportunity to get on a bestseller list. Now, you still have to have sales in that category that your product, that your book is listed in that is outperforming other products, other books that are in that same category. But Amazon does give you the benefit of having a multitude of categories. So when you go into the Amazon uh, platform and you look at the books, for example, you click on books and a whole load of categories come in. And each one of those categories, and as you drill down and you know subcategories, 
they have their own bestseller rankings. Now, I'm gonna give it to you 100%. Sometimes, and for some people, because of the apparent ease to obtain an Amazon bestseller ranking, especially as compared to a USA Today, a New York Times bestseller, Sometimes there are authors, and you know, I have to say this, it will be the authors who have not obtained the bestseller ranking, but they say that it is just, you know, it's obscure and it doesn't make a difference because it's easy to obtain and it really doesn't mean anything. And that is some of the chatter that can sometimes be heard grumbling in the marketplace. And this is especially by authors who have not learned or they're not working with a company that can get them to bestseller status. But here is why, you know, it is so important for me to talk about this idea and to really, you know, call out this notion of hating. <laughs> I really have to just be blunt and say it that way because hands down, without a doubt, being a bestselling author or an international best-selling author, or a number one international best-selling author. And how do you get that? By charting in other countries, other than your home country. It gives you a whole other layer of authority and credibility. When you see the, the bios and the descriptions of, of, of certain people, you will know right off the bat, are they an author? Are they a best-selling author? Are they a USA Today best-selling author, a New York Times best-selling author, a Wall Street Journal best-selling author? They are going to let you know that because that is demonstration of where they have elevated themselves and they stand apart from the rest of the crowd, whatever crowd that may be. So we have a, a, a pool of authors. Once you write a book, you publish a book, you're an author. But everybody is not going to be a best-selling author. Everybody is not going to be an international best-selling author. Everybody definitely is not going to be a USA Today best-selling author. You're not going to be a New York Times best-selling author. So they're different levels. And with those, we become a corresponding increase in authority, an increase in your overall per of, of how people <laughs> perceive you overall. So there are companies, there are publishers that understand how the mechanics of the formulas work and they do the groundwork and put in place the strategy, the tactics, the PR, the, the ad spend to make sure, and I do say make sure because there are companies that actually offer you a guarantee, a guarantee that you will achieve bestseller status. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, in the realm of, you know, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, which, you know, it doesn't exist anymore, but USA Today, that is, you know, the marketplace investment of that is a six figure investment where, hey, companies can guarantee you that you will chart on a USA Today as a best-selling author, and, but that comes with a price tag. 
But for some authors, the prestige that comes with that and the doors and the opportunities that that will unlock means that that six-figure price tag is actually an investment, an investment into their future, an investment into other opportunities because they are committed to leveraging their book and themselves as an author, but not just an author, as a USA Today author to create other income streams and to generate revenue for themselves, okay? And it's also the same thing with Amazon. There are companies, and my company is one included, that is included, that can guarantee that you will be an Amazon bestseller. Now, what does it mean to be an Amazon bestseller? Well, for us, we guarantee that your book will hit at least in the top 10 of one category, an irrelevant category. There are some companies that guarantee that you will hit within the top 20. But that means that you will have that title of best-selling author. And that is a title that you can use and you can leverage. Most importantly, that you can leverage for other opportunities in the future and so that you can really maximize the return on your investment in working with a company that can ensure <laughs> ensure that you become a best-selling author and it ensures that it pushes your book to the top of the charts within the top 10 of an Amazon listing or USA Today, whatever you know, company that you're working with and whatever list it is that you're working towards. So, you know, this is a really bold conversation and talking very candidly and straightforwardly about, you know, some of the chatter and some of the grumbling that goes on within the marketplace. But I am here to fully take a stand that if you are an author and you are serious about making a difference with your books and also making money from your calling, because we know that when we execute God's vision for our lives, that there is provision attached to it, but we have to plan for it and we have to prepare and we have to position ourselves. Going through the work of writing a book, of launching a book, of publishing a book, of marketing a book, we do not want to have this big, beautiful cake and not put the cherry on the top. And the cherry is making sure that we launch this book to a bestseller status so that now you can become a bestselling author. And the beautiful thing is, once you become a bestselling author, you now get to decide if you want subsequent books to also become a bestselling book, or if you just want to utilize the title that you already have and put that on another book, but you may not, you know, be, be so compelled to make all of your books best-selling books, or that may be a part of your brand where you want all of your books to be best-selling books. So this is something that should be very, very carefully um, considered because now we have in the marketplace where you have two-time best-selling authors, three-time, four-time <laughs> authorship 
is on the rise. Entrepreneurship is on the rise. And there is no greater way of showing your authority in the marketplace than by being an author who has actually written the book on this thing that you are in the marketplace standing up for. So if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you are an entrepreneur, an executive, a business owner, anybody who is serious about advancing to the next level in your life, but also very, very serious about making a difference in the lives of others, then being a best-selling author is hands down the way to go for you. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me on this conversation. And I look forward to having more fruitful, honest, transparent, and bold conversations with you in future episodes. Bye-bye, everybody.